Recording. Were you going to tell me something that cannot be aired, or is this okay? Yeah, well, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do, yeah, we'll get this. The there you go. Okay, we'll, we'll talk about it off the air. But uh, once again, another episode of. But I don't know though. I don't know, or I don't know though. Still working on uh, branding. Got to bring somebody in here, which which has a better ring to it. Uh, did y'all enjoy last week's podcast with Phil talking about Jeffrey Dahmer? Hmm? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> It's uh, some 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 we getting some traction and looking at the numbers, getting some people to tune in. They like what you're saying. They like what I'm saying. So I think we're we're doing it right. I think we keep doing it. I mean, we've made about twenty five cents. <laughs> hey, I mean, you know, if money Seriously. was to go for podcasting, you're in the wrong place. Oh my God! Listen, if you want to support us, okay, you can do so by going to our page on Anchor FM right now. It's Anchor F. Anchor.fm forward slash but dash IDK dash though. All right, it's the name of the show. You want to support us, uh, help keep the lights on here and the mansion at the Philophius Philosophus Mansion. I like that you fucked that word up. I sure did. You tried to combine Philosophus. Like a, a, uh, I guess, a prefix on the Mm -hmm. back end there. There It just fucked you up. It sure did. Too many syllables. What did I want to say a word with a Y earlier? Oh, platonic. And I wanted to say platony for some reason. Because it just feels funnier. Plat- platony? Pl- like Platonic? Platonic is in platony. Platony. So in the, in the, like, I guess when you change the form of yeah, the yeah, word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... To now, but that's not actually a word. No. But I was like, no. I want to say that because it seems funnier. It does, but I, I'm, my brain can't wrap around platony. Mm-hmm. It sounds like something... Like the bad guy stole from a Plutonium, chemical chemical right? factory in an Arnold Schwarzenegger. Isn't that like, what Superman is uh, allergic to or whatever? Kryptonite. Kryptonite. Yeah. But kryptonite. he's from the planet Krypton. Krypton. Uh-huh. What am I thinking of? Pl- pl- there's like a thing. God damn. Plutonium? Yes, plutonium. That's what I'm thinking. Gotta of. take me on a game show. Look at that. Hmm. All right, so I was just about to say to you before we started, I have a Facebook friend who I think I might have to unfriend. Apparently, this guy has been like, he's been, and maybe you can give me advice. Perfect. We're on an advice podcast, right? Mm-hmm. So, over the couple of years, I've known him since college, over the past couple of years, he was sending me like weird messages, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like one time he hit me up and he was like, hey, um, I ran into a little situation. I need a place to crash for a couple of days. Can I come? Mm-hmm. You know, I guess he, you know, people think they see me on TV. They think I'm living in a mansion with like 16 bedrooms. <laughs> when, when the truth is I live in a two bedroom in Brooklyn. Yeah, and so in New York, it's and not he, like, yeah, it's, I'm, you know, I'm doing all right. I'm not, I'm not great, but I could be doing better. But, yeah. but he's like, yeah, I need to come crash for a couple of weeks, you know, until things turn around. And I'm like, I said, you know, my nigga, I got. A wife and a kid here. Where, where do you think you're going to yeah, sleep? It's like I don't yeah. have space. No, I could I could just sleep in the room with the kid. I'm like, the fuck is? I'm like, no. He, he said that. <laughs> yeah, no. Because like, most no. people kind of stop at, oh, all right. Yeah. Well, I thought it couldn't hurt to try. And nah, thank I, you for responding. It just was like, I was like. First of all, what made it worse was that... Is he a friend? No, I mean... Was he ever a friend? He was a friend, but we... Mind you, he sent me that message. We I, we hadn't talked nor mm-hmm. nothing in years. So, I, you know, just yeah. Facebook is not real friendship, folks. Facebook is just social media's way of keeping you keeping tabs on people you like or you don't like. There is no friends. Yeah, that's the thing. And, uh, right? I think Chris Rocker said this, but he said uh, social media were more connected with strangers than we are with ourselves and those closest to us. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, people, uh, a lot of people think that that's a real thing. Like, I had a person one time get mad about the birthday thing. I wish you a happy birthday and I'm thinking, you got my number, just text me. Just call me, yeah. (laughs) Like, I'm sorry, man. There's 500 happy birthdays on my wall. If I spent my birthday replying to all of them, I wouldn't celebrate my birthday. Yeah. Because I'd just be on the phone all day. Exactly. So what I do is let them pile up. Then I go the next day and say, hey, thank you, everybody. Bingo. One birthday wishes. One message. 
And I agree with that because you, I, you know, I get messages from people five hundred something. All right, one at a time. But so anyway, this guy I haven't spoke to him in years. That's crazy. And so I told him, no, you can't. And he was dead serious. So yeah, I, that's wild. I talked to somebody else who knew him. They're like, yeah, he got a little bit of the nose candy. He's a little hard up. And this was a smart guy. So he's been sending me messages off and on, off and on. I've kind of been ignoring them. I respond to, hey, how's up? Oh, hey. And then, like, for example, right now, he sent me a message. He said, hey, what's going on? I was like, how you doing? He's like, hey, man, what's your address? I want to send you a copy of my free book. I'm not sending it to everyone, so keep it on the low. But I'm going to autograph it. I'm going to send it to you. It's coming What's out. your address? <laughs> I'm like, nice try, homie. <laughs> exactly. Ooh, like, that was real slick. I mean, like, that way you can show up. Hey, what are you doing here? Oh, it's crazy. You better if I use your bathroom real quick? Then never leave, you know? Books are good for pillows. So what do I do here, Phil? Do I block him? I don't want to... I don't say I want to block him. It feels extreme. I feel like I just want to, like... Just block him. It's, it's not that deep. When you think about it, it's like, like they say, the block button is for your peace. Like, you know what? And I mean, obviously, this is probably someone you've met now, so it's a little weird to tell this story. But, you know, 50 Cent back in the day, they would cut jokes on them and, you know, roast them or whatever in the, in the diss songs because they'd be like, you on tour with the police? Yeah. And he'd be like, and then he flipped it. And it was kind of funny because everyone was kind of going, well, damn, you do got nine security guards. And 50 went, the security for you, not me. Because of what I'll do to you. So it's one of those things where I used to have that, you know, thing about blocking people up. Well, I ain't no punk. I ain't running from no internet fight. But then you go, actually, yeah, man, because I got shit to do. Yeah. And then some shit. You can't unsee. It gets in your brain to where it's like, you know, someone asking you for money or, you know, anything. Like, you can't unsee it. And your brain space is yeah. is, is limited. Yeah. I just thought it was weird. It's a distraction. So at a point, it's like, yeah, go ahead and block them, man. Yeah, because just, it's you haven't, like, when's the last time you saw them in real life? I haven't seen him since college. So, yeah. screw it. Just go ahead, hit the block button, and like, don't even worry about dude, it. Dude, it is weird energy. I don't like it. And what? if y'all listen to this, please, please, if you know me, please chill. Like, I, you know, some people look at me like I'm Will Smith, bro. I am still working on it, okay? Give me a chance. But see, there is this level to this fine line between, like, admiring people or being a fan like, I had this thought about, like, if your fans aren't trying to kill you, you aren't a good artist. <laughs> like, nah, there was a woman they arrested outside of Drake's Gate a few weeks ago, which is just like, even the people that want to kill him are women. Like, that's great. <laughs> he has a great fan base. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Passionate fan base. And I mean, we right here on, what are we on, 109th in Columbus, 72nd in... in Central Park West is where uh, John Lennon got shot. Yeah. And I'll bump into people every now and then, an older white person usually, and they'll, you know, John Lennon used to come here all the time. He'd walk his dog here. And at a point, you're like, yeah, well, maybe he should have been somewhere more secure. <laughs> Behind the fence. But nah, you think about that. Think about the lady that uh, played tennis. And the person just walked out onto the court, stabbed her, said they was a fan. Wait, wait, what was it? Who was that? I think it. I think her name is Monica Sellis. Don't Monica me on that. Sellis. But she was playing in the tennis match, blonde. She's kind of, you know, an yeah. attractive woman. Yeah, we'll say. Don't tell Doctor Umar said that. Hilarious. Uh, and yeah, the person walked right out on the court, stabbed her, and then they said that was a crazed fan. Uh, who else? Um, I've seen. On the news, there's been a couple. Was like been well, it's men too. I think uh, didn't Versace have some kind of stalker situation? Yeah, too? Uh, Selena. Up. Selena had one because that was her. Um, that was the president. That lady of her fan was club. the president of her fan oh, my club. God, said she loved her so much. So he loved her. You shot her. So yeah, at a certain point, it's like, but do do you? If someone isn't trying to kill you, are they even your fan? That's how you know how much they love you. I tried to kill him, and I go to jail, and I try to do it again. Someone got arrested for having, like, a, um, a, um, they had, like, a whole plot to kidnap Justin Bieber. Oh, God, yeah, I heard about that. just like, could you imagine, like, think about, like, 
Then what? You kidnap him, then what? Like, doing violence for good, meaning, like, if you were had beef with a politician, mm-hmm. and you were like, all right, I'm going to kidnap him so he lowers taxes or fixes the school system, right? right? To where you can at least look at it and say and rationalize it and go, okay, I'm not crazy, and I'm not pro-violence against politicians, but I get why you would do that. Whereas when you see someone kidnapped Justin Bieber, it's like you said, it's like, and then what? Now you're going to perform all your top 10 hips from 99 to 2001. Go. <laughs> now you got him sitting there dancing. Yeah, it's on, just like in oh, this there dancing on the IG Live. Look, yeah. guys, look, I got 300. Free Justin. Free my nigga Justin. No, he's going to do Baby, and he's going to do Baby, and uh, and what's that new one he got? Yummy? He's going to do all the catalog from Baby to Yummy. I mean, you can't even tell anybody. So that, <laughs> like, that would be the cool part of that. It's like, what? yo, I got Bieber in the basement. You know what? Like, it brings me to something else. You just reminded me of something that bothers me. There's this thing in the black community where people are like, they're not about snitching. Uh-huh. No snitching. And you probably heard this where yeah. I'm going with this. They talk about no snitching, but then these same fools will have the cell phone up recording while they're robbing or beating someone. Yeah, look, I'm whooping his head. Look, yeah. look at him now. He's so gangster now. And I'm like, but wait a minute. Y'all said, you mad if somebody talked to police, but... You you're you, you know that show the first forty eight. It's like they're taking it and making it the first forty eight minutes, not even the first forty eight hours. Because not all the cops got to do is go online and see. I right, little little boozy well, yeah, people are giving clues. Yeah, look, you don't even got to look for the gun cases. The, the guy's showing you he shot him. Yeah, yeah, what? Yeah. I'm out in these streets. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, why when? Um, why don't we? Know, we not stitching. What happened? The pro tip people give is, you know, if you go on vacation or whatever, take your pictures, but don't post them while you're still on vacation. Oh my god! But then it gives kind of people a red flag to say, oh. So you're not at home. Oh, Phil's on vacation? He live on the sixth floor, right? Yeah, you they know. got a fire escape. We'll and be that's there. that's a lot like <laughs> I was just saying of, you know, I'm not responding to birthday messages because I'm enjoying my birthday. I'm in the moment. Or at least trying to be. Mm-hmm. So the same for them. And I mean, all, all the way out to uh, what happened with Pop Smoke. Where, yeah, yeah. Oh, where man. Where the dude, uh, and I mean, R.I.P. obviously sad. Obviously, calling yeah, yeah. stupid, but... The friend or whatever had snapped that they was out in wherever they was out, Calabasas, Beverly Hills, wherever. Mm-hmm. But within the picture, if you zoomed in, you could get the address yeah. that was right behind them. Yeah. So you kind of do say to yourself, well, damn, would that dude still be alive? Had he not done that? I know. We don't know. People like to show up. Not show up, but people like to, I don't even want to say flaunt. It's just like they just want to let people see the life they're living yeah. And I got you get caught up sometimes. Like I remember, I had gotten a book from George Wallace, mm-hmm. like two years ago. I got a book, the comedian. Um, well, you know, but some people may not. He's a legendary comic, mentor to Jerry, and he sent me an autographed copy of his book because I asked, and I put it on Instagram because I was so proud of it. Mm-hmm. And you know, I had my address in there, but I wasn't thinking about that. I'm like, yeah. look, I, I was doing an unboxing, right. and I put it up, and then somebody hit me up and said, hey. Uh, you know your address is showing in that video? <laughs> and then I thought about the 15,000 people who follow me. And if 10 of them were to show up at my house talking mm-hmm. about, I loved you on power, I would have to fucking move. Right. That'd be it. So or, yeah, you... or if your mans that needed to crash had saw the <laughs> unboxing video. So that's a Hell. pro tip for you, man. If you're listening... That's, Go oh, back that's, and watch that video. That's great. That's, that's your doubt. I edited it down so all you see is my ashy hand, then the box, not the address. Because <laughs> you don't catch those things, you'd be so excited. So no more posting of addresses, man. Yeah, you gotta be. Why would anyone want to rob me? I guess they want. They think I have something. Let me let you know right now. There's you. You know, you're robbing me. Like Chris Tucker said, you're just practicing. Imagine getting robbed and someone getting mad at you because you don't have anything. That happened to me in high school. Hilarious. This guy, he wanted to rob me, and so he said, yo, you know, turn your pockets out. So I turned my pockets out. All I had was a bus pass and some lunch tickets. He's like, you ain't got no money? I'm like, no. He's like, how you ain't got no money? I'm like, nigga, how you ain't got no Hilarious. money? You got, you better dressed than me, yeah. and you trying to rob me, but you mad because I ain't got nothing? The robber getting upset. You better not tell anybody. He's like, you better not tell anybody. But who am I tell the cops? You didn't take anything, so it's not a crime. There's no crime committed. You didn't rob me yet. You have to take something for me to rob me, so I can't call the cops. What am I going to tell them? 
He came by and was checking me, make sure I didn't have no money. So he didn't hurt you? No. That's the thing, man. Where's the crime? Obviously, we saw the things that happened last week or whatever with the girl. Mm. Uh, Makai Bryant that passed or got shot by the cop. I can't say that it's ever a time when I would call the cops. Mm. I never have, and I don't think I ever will. And I mean, I've been alive 34 years now. I have to say I agree with you. I don't... I mean, I'm not... We talked about it before. I'm not with the whole abolish the police thing, but... I am not calling the cops because tend to the situation tends to escalate, you know, more than what it was. Like if somebody would have, you know, people you've seen it, people fight, mm-hmm. let them fight, let them fight, and then they're like, all right, all right, it's over, you know, yeah, thing and off. And you don't want to call the cops; they escalate the situation, and yeah. I feel like makes it that much worse because now they don't know your people. You sh- they show up; they're not from the neighborhood. You live yeah. in Brooklyn, they out in Nassau County, they work as NYPD, and they show up. Not now they... only that, but that's just their M.O., I mean. Shot like, her, okay, so. Shot her ass four times. You couldn't just get one bullet? She's 15. One bullet yeah, wouldn't have done it? what she was going to do. And, I mean, obviously, there was the girl there, and it's like, well, she could stab her. So, there was a moment of, like, well, you know. It was one of those situations where there was no good outcome, Mm-mm. the way I read it, of, like, well. Yeah. If he doesn't at least shoot once, this girl probably gets stabbed. That's not good, you know. But, yeah, I'm with you. Like, there's got to be some gray area. I would have fired a shot into the air to let yeah. him know, like, hey, oh, I'm shit, here. Fine, shit is real right now. I need you to put that down. And uh, yeah. yeah, but. The way they're trained. And, the way, and, and that's the thing. They, they don't do warning shots. I, I think <laughs> I said, and I, maybe I said it last week, but. Shoot everybody or don't shoot anybody. Exactly. When you still got these mass shooters out here that it's like, if you can get a call that 12 people got shot, show up, be calm, and use Hell your handcuffs, yeah. then then you can do that they won't for that even, situation. Bro, they won't even go into the school. They call SWAT. Mm-hmm. They won't even go into the school. They call SWAT. And then these guys, you know, they don't know how they're armed, but you pull up to a scene, you see one black kid, and you're like, ah, oh, I got to empty the clip. So, yeah, so twice, okay. One time, I think me and my sister got into it real bad. And, I mean, this is back when I'm, like, 16, 15, whatever. Yeah. And for some reason, she got, you know, kind of, I'll call the cops. And it's like, and I don't know at what age, and, and I'll go ahead and say black women at a certain point, like, that's why I like sometimes when you see that online, or like I think people on Twitter will be trying to say that about Meg Thee Stallion because that's what she tried to say. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wasn't gonna call the cops because you know I'll be calling the cops. It's like as a black man, you like, come on, sis. Like who, you know, a lot of times you go, okay, we're only thirteen percent of the population, but we like. 80% of the prison population. That's true. How you think we getting in there? We ain't calling the motherfuckers on ourselves. So at a certain point, it's like, yeah, some of that is just due to traffic stops. Some of that's due to the Karens that we've been seeing on video. Yes. And the Karen will call the White cops. male Karens, what we call them. They, they call them Kevins, and I don't like that. Kevins. I don't like that at all. And then some of that is the sisters. My name Motherfucker, is... Motherfucker, you... My name is Kevin. I don't you, like... You still talking to that? Just not calling Kevin. I'm not a snitch. So, you go online sometimes and it's just like, oh, y'all just be on the line. Like, this ain't real life. So, anyway, yeah, my sister, in her immature years, just got into some... I'll call the guy. And it's just like, wait, what are you calling? Y'all, y'all can't see this, but Phil is moving like, his head around like he's like he's in a boxing match. He's like bobbing that. and weaving, like, lefts and rights, dodging. Yeah, well, come over here and shoot all of us. Anyway, what was so funny was like Masvidal. They came in or whatever, and it was a little woman cop, and I still remember short haircut, all that. So anyway, and I mean, she must have been four foot three. Anyway, at a certain point. She's like, oh, so this is a family dispute. Then she starts looking around, and my grandma. Wait, wait, wait. So your sister did call the cops, and the yeah. cops showed up. Yeah. Wow. So anyway, she starts looking around, and my grandmother had these hats and Avon stuff in boxes. Oh. So and it was all in one room. So all these boxes. Oh and Then no. she went, "What's in these boxes?" Like in a oh. like very like as if we just had cocaine, a room full of cocaine yeah. in boxes. She starts going towards the room. Whoa. And my grandmother got like her cane and shit. She owed. Hey, I remember my grandmother pointed the cane. You, I don't know who called you, but you get the hell out my house. Yeah. And, you know, luckily she did kind of go, well, 
that you called me, blah, 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 blah. My grandmother was like, yo, I'm the owner of the house. It sounded like a minor called you, mm-hmm. and we just don't need you to leave. And I, we were pretty lucky that day she kind of left. Yeah, well, you know, they, first of all, people got to know your rights. When you call the cops, they come, but, you know, if it's a situation, they're not allowed to go through the rooms. They don't have a reason to. They need to have a reason they weren't there, you know what I'm saying? If they were there for, like, let's say, a leaky faucet, they can't turn around and say, you know, you got this cracked foundation. Maybe I should mm-hmm. check that, too. No, 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 no. I called you here for the, the faucets right there. black person, I would never call them. Yeah, I don't, I've the never. other time, in short, was the time I got jumped. I didn't call them. Somehow, I think they must have just been cruising and came by and kind of saw what was happening. The dudes kind of ran off or whatever. So I'm sitting there trying to gather my marbles. Can I guess you a question? Is You got jumped. Does this have anything to do with you beating someone in a basketball game? You know, you, you hurt nah, somebody's feelings. Because nah. I remember last week you told me, I said, I got in, come back and fight you. I'm going to get him. He beat me that game. I'm going to find Phil Hunt. And <laughs> it's over. Man. So now, uh, you know, it's kind of a long story. So I don't even want to get into it. I, I tell these stories on my podcast. You still got you got so, what's the other podcast? We'll tough, put it out there, man. Tough talk podcast. And Phil got so another podcast out there. Maybe listen to this yeah. week's episode. I think I told the story, but anyway, about how you got jumped. Yeah, so Good why God. rather? Wow, the why. Give me but the anyway, short. Can I get the short? Ah, it's all that. Okay, just you don't got to anyway, explain. And right. I mean, it's not that I don't want to tell you. Just that it's a it's long, a long story. story. Okay. Anyway, all right. Um. Yeah, so as I'm gathering my marbles, the cop kind of walks up or gets out of his car. Hey, uh, you know, what do those guys do to you or whatever? You know, you know any of their names? And I'm just looking at him like, even if I, even if I could, was conscious uh-huh. to hear what you're saying right now, I wouldn't tell you. Anyway, long story short, after <laughs> some time of questioning, he goes, wait. Did you owe those guys drug money or something? Oh, my God. And he's like, you know, it starts his whole spiel. Well, put your hands behind your back and let me pat your pocket. And I'm just going, they took everything from me, bro. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> and finally, he, like, rode off or whatever. And it was just like, what a fucking weirdo. But anyway. Yeah. yeah. I feel like we all have stories about cops like that. Like, I got pulled over in Brooklyn um, and I didn't know why these cops pulled me over and I'm, you know, it's late. I'm really nervous. They're like, Hey, where you going? I'm like home. Okay. License and registration. Give him everything. Insurance. Give him. Yeah. He's looking at the stuff I give him. He's okay. He's looking at the car. He said, man, this car's not stolen. Is it? I'm like, no. And if it was, they're like, if it was, why would I just tell you? Like what? First of all, I gave him no reason. He pulled me over. You're going to ask me if the car is stolen. That's why I pulled you over. I gave you my license and registration. Why would the car be stolen? Wouldn't my ID not match what was on the insurance and the registration? And I'm giving it to you. It's like they do things because they can. Yeah, he was being a dick. He was being an absolute dick. And he had no reason to ask you that. So people will say shit like, oh, well... Well, they're working on George Floyd's law, you know. And it's like, the chokehold's been illegal years for like 15, 20 years now. And that was the case with Eric Gardner, where it's like, don't y'all get they don't follow laws? No, they don't. So you got like, you know, these new activists, and I'm putting that in air quotes. Oh, Jesus. Tamika Mallory and these different people where Tamir Rice's mother called her out. Or like, what is this? And even the founder of BLM, you know buying mansions and it's like show me Martin and Malcolm's mansion with a pool in the back. Yeah, there's a How are you taking donations to end cop killings? Then you think you're gonna legislate it. Oh, we're gonna make a new law. The whole point is they don't abide by the law. No. They they make the laws and they kind of They break the law. They're criminals. They interpret it how they interpret it. It's not even an interpretation at a point. What part of the law is sitting on somebody's neck for nine minutes, bro? That's not even human. I wasn't training at all. There's no compassion. You know what I mean? So it's like when these fucking goofy activists do Cadillac commercials and then come (laughs) back. No, for real. To me, come out and doing Cadillac commercials and then come back to us with a paycheck talking about well, we reinvested some of the money and they're working on the laws. Like, they break the laws. That's the whole point. Yeah, I know. We're not so... I mean, 
I do have some questions about BLM, like the organization and some of the stuff, because I have some other stuff, but I, yeah. I'll they tell said you. They shit's there for by and large, man. Oh, boy. I, I saw that. I tell you oh, the other man. one. They said bitches laundering money. I said, no, yo. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not going to go that far. I'm not going to yeah, go that far. Yeah, every Mason doesn't uh, support the views reflected that. here. I definitely am behind. There's just some questions, you know, on the organizational level that I have. I appreciate um, BLM as a... Uh, as a movement. As like a mantra. A mantra, absolutely, and as a mission statement. But once you get into the organization, and like I was saying about like you know legislating, legislating um, humanity, basically, it's like no law is gonna make someone that plans to sit on someone's neck for ten straight minutes do that with a sheet of paper. Right. That's some shit that's in your heart. You know what I mean? You're an evil person. You know, chokehold's illegal in the WWE. That's true. They will call a match if you don't release in, in, in five so seconds. Vince yeah. McMahon has more heart, you know, <laughs> than some of these cops out here in the streets. Uh, damn skippy. I I'll say this, and, and I don't know where you plan to go with this, but you mentioned snitching earlier. Mm-hmm. You know what I find funny about snitching? What's and that? I have a saying. Uh, everyone's hollering stop snitching till their wife or kids is missing because That's true. I've seen people you know hardcore street dudes no snitching blah 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 I'm a real gangster I'm the G I'm the this I'm the that and I've even seen the family be behind it yeah yeah he is mm-hmm. they get shot mother come back out the house with a whole nother story. If anybody knows, knows anything, anything. Yeah. and That's, you go, hold on, <laughs> my, my my son got killed two years ago. Yeah, you didn't have nothing, no information for me. Yeah. Why the fuck would I have information for you? Yeah, that's. If you watch the first forty-eight or any of those true life crime shows, you'll see that like you, people will not cooperate. They don't want to be involved. They don't want to say nothing. But then when it's their loved one. Then all of a sudden they turn around and like we all got to come together as a community, and now they want people to be brave. It's it's a great hypocrisy of the thing. It's sad, so sad as hell. Big time hypocrisy. It's sad as hell to the point that it's like, yeah, what what you what know? Are we, what are we doing here? Crime is crime, and at yeah. a certain point you should be pushing your kids away. And I mean, I think the switch was like, you know, how you see some of these movies in the seventies and. I don't like to romanticize any time because you always had bad things that were going on. True. So I think the big switch, i probably say, kind of starts in the crack era around when I'm born. You know, there was a time in the 70s where a kid, and by kid, obviously, I mean a teenager, a young adult, you know, maybe selling weed or something, and the parents would kind of go, hey, man, not in my house. You might sell weed. You're still my son. Love you. Not in my house. Mm-hmm. It kind of switched around 85, you know, single parent homes. You ain't got two people making a rational decision, you know, a mother and a father saying, he can sell it. He just can't do it in our home. Tell him to get on with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? The daughter might be hoeing. Hey, you do it. You just can't do it in our home. So get out. That's a two parent decision, right? But then you get, you know, around 85, crack air to where. Parents started accepting that and going, you know what, single parent, I need that money. We put that with my my rent. Yeah. And now look at the black community. Like I said, it just I sit and read the internet sometimes, and you look at the cop killings, and you look at all this stuff together, and you go, it don't take a rocket scientist to figure out what's wrong with the black community. Yeah, we did. We, I, I've I've said this before, and I'll say it again. We need more unity. Like I feel like people complain about Jewish community a lot, but mm-hmm. that community is tight. When they all, when one of them was like, "We don't want to wear masks," they all yeah. showed up in Williamsburg, like, "Yeah, we not wear masks," and they were whooping people's ass in in like they were beating up photographers, reporters. They were in one. <laughs> but they're bound by religion. Okay, well. No, no, I'm just saying like that's the Bible. No, but I'm saying that's the beginning of them being close. Yeah, they all go to you know church or whatever you would call it together. Yeah, they stay holidays together. Uh We're bound. We're not bound by any damn thing other than color. That's it. And then some of us think we're separate. 
I'm educated. I'm not black. I'm Dominican. Get that, you know? Yeah, all that stuff. How are like, you? <laughs> like, I think it was just recently the anniversary of uh, Diallo, and they said, you know, oh, his mother, oh, he's good, good black. He went to school, and they, they're not them cops not asking. No, they just to see your degree. No, let me see your hands, and if you don't, pop, 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 pop. You got any drugs or weapons, man? If I did, I wouldn't tell your ass. <laughs> or if I did, I wouldn't have pulled the hell over. We we just need more unity in the black community. There's got to be something. We need something well, to galvanize us. By anything, but that's why I almost laugh at um, you know, this new logic of the therapist. You need therapy. Oh, sounds like something. Someone needs counseling, therapy, 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 and you go, y'all so anti-religious. You know, you hated Jesus and the Bible and all this stuff. You've replaced it with a man, with an actual person. Mm -hmm. Like they're not so you're, God. You're saying therapy is the new church. the new religion. The new yes. religion is they therapy. Just, they they laughed at their parents and their mothers going to church and paying tithes. And offerings and stuff, putting money in the collection plate every Sunday. They're doing the same damn thing. This is an interesting... Same damn thing without the songs. I at least want a performance if I'm going to go see a motherfucker <laughs> every week. You want a hem? You want one hem, one or two hems before you charge me $85 for an hour? Mm -hmm. That is the same thing. You know, when the preacher, when they have you come up and give testimonial, that's mm -hmm. all it is. Testimony. Preach, talk, you know, I'm so glad to be here today. Go ahead, baby. Take your time, baby. Take your time. No, you're not taking your time. It is two o'clock and football starts in a half an hour. I need you to pick this up. Like, let's, let's get through they these. They laugh and they mock their parents for, you know, being Jesus freaks or whatever. But it's like, you're the same. All you do is walk around. You do whatever the fuck your therapist tell you. I think people are doing more with Instagram. They follow the trends. Like, people did that mm -hmm. stupid, uh... That on fire challenge where they were rubbing the alcohol and lighting themselves on fire <laughs> to see if they could put themselves out. And I'm like, what kind of... It started with the ice bucket. That was the real... People were supposed well, to donate, right? Money or do donating. the ice bucket. But people just wanted to put and the then ice bucket... And it just like, became to hell with donate. Yeah. Like, I know we was in quarantine, but that period challenge really got me to where I was like, what the Fuck, yeah. Are we doing? I don't know. <laughs> you know which one I'm talking about? Um, I have a, the, the challenge. I know what you're talking about. The challenges that have problems are not real challenges. Like well, yes, a, a challenge. No, it's right. Like it should be the something. ALS ice bucket challenge. Right. It was for a disease, but it wasn't and a challenge. Donated money. Let's all right. Let's get the run a ten mile challenge because that's not something everybody can do. Mm -hmm. That's a challenge. Let's climb that six foot wall challenge, and mm -hmm. you know. But no. Uh, what, what, what's the shake your butt? Don't, really ain't a don't, challenge don't, what's that challenge? The, the Meg the Stallion? What? I don't know. Well, I hope you don't sound like what's two angry old men. I feel like even you sound the like angry. Dances old men. are like, whatever, who cares? Two grumpy old but, Negroes. Just stop calling it a challenge. That's my problem. Anybody can do it. It's not a challenge. But like, let's, well, yes, let's that's take what the mic, knock out Mike Tyson. Say, you know, knock for out. hilarious. That's what I was going to say for, you know. What you're saying, I'm like, yeah, at a certain point, it's like, well, well how is that a challenge? Everyone has Everyone one of those. Do it. You know, the rub fuck? your tummy. Rub my tummy challenge. Now, uh, rub your tummy and pat your head at the same time. That's a challenge. But no, the period challenge was the one where the one girl kind of took her ass, I guess, and it was shaped like a P and then she outlined it. Oh yeah. Six out or whatever, you know. Oh yeah, 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 yes, I remember that. Uh, so it was a P and period and wrote, you know, period. <sighs> then you started seeing more girls do it. Then you started seeing like flat girls do it and go, lyriot. And it's like, okay. Uh, then it just got more ridiculous because like fat people started doing it and yeah, you know using their stomach. Yeah. Oh look, and then the belly then challenge. See, even scrolled and seen some dudes doing it with, with they dick, making the dick the eye. And after a while, it's just like, all right. <laughs> like we fucking get it. Everybody's but see, you gotta say everybody's trying to go viral for something. Mm -hmm. So everybody wants to be the first to do something like that. I remember they have this I think I told you about this it was a documentary about Insta Famous or, mm -hmm. it's on HBO Max and there was a guy talking about the guy who did the stank walk challenge now <laughs> it, it, it's literally all it is is them coming into a song and then walking out a certain way it was kind of funny 
But then everybody started doing it. Now it's like, okay, it's like the, the chicken, you know, the, the hack joke where everyone's like, oh, who came first, yeah. the egg or the chicken? That kind of thing. It's like, all right. And I get that, you know, quarantine, we was all locked in the house. So so I ain't judging too hard. But at I'm a point, judging. it's like. I'm judging. It wasn't a challenge. Point, it's when not you, a challenge. When you're a grown-ass man and you're, like, taking your dick and making it an eye in the you period. Which, which, let me say this. And, and let's be clear and separate. For the purpose of the period challenge, the busted challenge, Ugh. the uh, silhouette challenge, Ugh. sex workers get a pass. That's promo. Right. There you go. But if you're like a mom with, marketing. with three children, I am questioning, like, why are you in the bathroom busting it and... and, and Taking pictures of your titties. Yeah, you can't knock it on the door in the back of mommy. And taking pictures of your titties. I want some Cheetos, mommy. Talking about, well, these is, the titties is too old. So, you know, and then they were spelling all kinds of shit. And it's just like, you know, at what point are you the kid, you know how like a three-year-old will take his mashed potatoes and write his name in them? Yeah. That's what you're doing. Yeah. You're but right. with your dick and with your titties. <laughs> and like I said, you know, if there's a sex worker, they're using that for promo. Yeah. Hey, you look at it, go nice ass. Ooh, I'm going to go period. check the OnlyFans. Oh, let me click this link. Oh, okay. She's selling pictures of the pudding. We had a couple people ask about your OnlyFans, by the way. You know, oh, word? They, they, they want to they see busted and open on, on OnlyFans. <laughs> All right. I don't think I'm saying. busting in some jokes, baby. <laughs> you imagine spreading that. it out? Listen, we're, we're, we're coming up on a halfway point here. I want to thank all of you for listening. This is But I Don't Know, though. Uh, remember, you can support us by going to anchor.fm and going to our page, anchor.fm forward slash but dash IDK dash THO. I don't know, though. Support the show. Keep the lights on here. We really appreciate you. Phil, I have some questions for you, uh, some further questions here. Did you see... It's not new. It's kind of old. But what happened with Steve Harvey, he had an interview. He was talking to someone. He mentioned how he don't think that men and women can be friends. Uh, First of all, my opinion on this, I don't know how y'all feel, but my thing is Steve Harvey comes from a different generation of person, okay? Not even generation. Let me switch that. It's him. Maybe he's a cheater, you know? There's some Mm -hmm. people who habitually cheat. And they know in a heart of hearts that if they tried to have a friend of the opposite sex, it would not be a friendship. It would turn into something else because you can't control yourself. And I think I don't agree with him at all. I think he was speaking for himself because I have plenty of women that I consider friends. I grew up in a house full of women. I was the only guy in the house at one point. So I had no choice. I knew how to be friends with women. Plus, I was a virgin. I knew I was. You know what I'm saying? When you're a virgin, you're not getting any. You have no choice but to be friends with women. If my well, name, we all start off that way. Yeah, Don't say it like you were special. I wasn't. You know, like right. you took some sort of training. Listen, I, listen, I, I was trained. I that's mean, how, how many, we come out the box? How right? many guys can say that they were raised with women only? All right. Mm. I, I, I was around women raised by women so much that I thought my nickname. I thought I was everybody's brother because that's mm. what they would all say to me. You're like a brother to me. You're like a brother to me. Thank and, you. and see, you bring up a good point because. Okay, let's first off, let's provide context. Okay, maybe. Did go you, ahead. You kind of provided context, right? You yes. said Steve Harvey was saying men and women can't be friends. Exactly. I don't think that's what he's saying. Did he say that exactly? Yes, he did. But see, okay, and, and, and he this, said, and the girl was like, no, she was no. like, you feel like he's? Did you think that's true for everybody? He's like ninety nine point nine percent. I'm like, but 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 here here's the context that I think people are missing because I have been seeing this, and I'm glad you brought it up. The context I think people are missing is, I think he's very much speaking of, from his perspective of, when you're married. Mm. And I think, you know, what he said wasn't what he meant. See, because what you're speaking of, and you do think, and you go, yeah, I do got homegirls that was friends, but like you said, you were a virgin then. You get me? So what I'm saying is, once you've popped that cherry, once you've become a grown man, Mm -hmm. And like he's saying, he's married. And people forgetting he's had, what, three, four marriages? Four wives, yeah. So I think a lot of times he's telling you what not to do. And that's what he figured out was I can't be friends with women. And also, my wife becomes uncomfortable if I am. So to the point of what I'm saying is when you're growing up, your sister, like I got three sisters, might have a friend. Homegirl, a girl. That's your homegirl. 
you growing up and you went to the same school with a certain girl, y'all known each other 20 years. That is your friend. But when you once you grown and you married, it's like who are these new women? Yeah. So I think people is missing the context that basically what he was trying to say was not when you're single, when you're married. Yeah, they didn't play that part, but even even if without reference to that, even still though, I don't think I, I think men and women can be friends outside of the reference of that context. I do nah, think you don't think, think men it, married or not, you don't think men and women can be friends. Again, y'all was co-workers. I think the relationship there should be some yeah, context. Yeah, yeah, to okay, it. right. You ain't telling me as a man you went out in the streets into a pizza shop and got a new friend. That's a chick you trying to smash. Okay. And I don't know what the man we speaking of's character is, meaning like, is he running game on his wife? Is he a Derek Jackson type? Right. Hey, baby, I met this girl at the pizza shop. Your, your girl going to be like, what you doing meeting girls at the pizza, pizza shop. shop? The fuck? <laughs> so yeah. there has to be context. Yeah, Me and you do comedy. Time. Right. Oh, I know this chick. Da da da. Your girl gonna be like, "Oh, okay, y'all both do comedy." You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because that's how I would look at a woman. She come to me. Oh, this is Chris. How you know Chris? Work, job, yeah. Through a friend, even. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's my homegirl's boyfriend's cousin. Mm. Fair enough. But like I said, new friends? Nah. And even like I said, I think people made that more about him. But I think what he was more of trying to say was like, my wife's uncomfortable with that. Mm-hmm. And I and now that I have the experience to understand where that leads, I don't do it. Yeah. Now I'd be uncomfortable with my wife. My wife had some male friends too back in the day when we were there. And I was just like, I remember one time she told me, yeah, I'm going with my friend. I don't want to say his name, but she was like, we're going to go to Times Square together. I said, so just you and him? She's like, yeah. I said, your best friend, is she going to? No. See, so, yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. So, no, it's just you two? Yeah. It's a date. No, it's not a date. We're friends. I'm like, y'all going to eat together. I'm not there. None of your friends are there. That is, that sounds like a date to me. So, I understand. Basically, yeah. I understand. But I still do, that being said, I still do think that I have friends that I've made, you know, in comedy since well, I've been. But, but see, through work. Okay. Comedy being work. Okay. Well, through yeah. work, through school. So okay. So at least it's, if it's another thing, if you work with them in comedy, you're saying yes. And outside of that, it's cheating. Outside of what you mean? If it's like, not I, comedy, I go to a strip club. I meet a girl. Now we hanging see, out. Yeah. You know that, what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, see, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. We're not being honest. Okay. That's. That's either A, a girl you, you're about to sleep with, or B, a girl that you're trying to sleep with that won't let you. You mm. basically got friend zone, and now you playing like that's your friend. And you know, women do that a lot, too. And a lot of women are even let more dishonest because they'll pretend like they don't know that you want to sleep with them. You know, there was another part that we didn't talk about where they, he was saying how uh, he don't hang out with women who say she don't got no female friends mm-hmm. or think you should hang out with guys that say they don't got no guy friends. And it's a little odd for a guy to be like, I mostly hang out with women. To You don't got no guy friends. Well, see, yeah, a lot that of things, weird. when you flip it, it reveals the truth. When you flip the gender, it reveals the truth, right? So Steve Harvey said this, right? He said, I don't hang out with no women because that's, you know, not friends. I don't believe that, right? So now if I flip it and I flip the both things opposite, I'm going to flip the gender. There's a woman sitting there. Let's say, uh, what's her name? Because M- they criticize her. No. Not Whoever's related to Steve Harvey. What is her name? Lori? Lori Harvey. Lori yeah. Harvey sitting yeah. there, right? So now flip what she's saying from opposite to opposite of, oh, I have a lot of guy friends. What is everyone immediately going to say about they her? They say it about her now. I think she a hoe. Exactly. I don't think that's true. I, I, I think she's pretty. I don't think she's a hoe. I just, you know. She's, no, I don't. I don't she's had relationships. She's a hoe but, but either. But I definitely can say most guys w- wouldn't want to be with a girl who says she has a lot of guy friends. Because, like I said, you kind of know the deal of, like, either A, they have smashed and it didn't work out for whatever reason. Uh-huh. So now y'all playing buddies. B, this guy is trying to smash and you're not letting him. Not giving it up. Or, you know, 
see, you're pretending like you don't know this guy wants to smash. And you know how you can tell most of this shit is true? When you look at the guy that's saying, oh, this is my homegirl, usually he's a step down from her. Yikes. <laughs> no, real talk. You, you're not going to see a lot of... Um, She's a 10 and he's a hot 4. You're yes. not going to see a lot of um, where they're introducing a booger bear that you talking about. This my friend. Oh, this this Keyshawn. No yeah, she just him. comes out with me and we get her drink sometimes. He, he walks with a limp and a hunch on his now, back. Now, in rare cases... Big old hunchback. Yes. In rare cases, but it's a very rare type of man. And I'll, I'll just go with the stat of 1 out of 10. That's like a user, mm-hmm. meaning like, oh, I hang out with this booger bear, big fat chick, because she buys me drinks and she wants to get with me, whatever, whatever. But I'm just not with. It. But even then, you know us, we'll still slip up in it at night. Of course. Just not in the daytime. Well, nobody can see. Absolutely. Right. But yeah, I think it's, it's just, just a level of dishonesty. I think Steve was being honest. And then to the bigger problem and what I just said about it doesn't take a rocket scientist to see what's wrong with the black community. You got a bunch of single motherfuckers on Twitter mad. You single. This don't even apply to you. Like I said, context. So at a certain point, you go, all right, well, reading is fundamental, but context and understanding that reading is way more important. But then you go, like I said, you're single, so this don't apply to you, A. And B, you know... Steve Harvey, Kevin Samuels, we always, as a black community, we look at older people and tell them to shut up. They the ones who know, but some reason, Derek Jackson's the leader, a 27-year-old relationship expert. He's got a six-pack. I mean, that's, I think that's what draws them in. Now, I'm sure Derek Jackson is somewhere talking about, you, men and women can be friends. <laughs> Ladies, if he don't think you can have friends, cut him off. <laughs> They should be able to go on dates in Times Square alone. (laughs) Fuck out of here. Let me get some more advice in because I don't know. You want to listen. If you want to let Phil know how you felt about that, how can they at you on Twitter, Phil, or Instagram? How can they let you know how they feel? Uh, I I am Phil Hunt. You know, you can find me everywhere on Twitter, Instagram, wherever you feel like sending me a message. If you're feeling triggered, Phil takes any and all. Phil answers all like, hey, he doesn't care. Me... If you want to send me some, it's uh, the Avery Mason on Twitter and uh, Avery Mason official on Instagram. But I do not respond to. I don't get into social media arguments or disputes. That's not my thing. <laughs> if you'd like to meet me somewhere and you want to talk about it, that's fine. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm not arguing. Twitter and Instagram don't make me any money yet, so I'm not going to spend time arguing with people I don't know on there. But feel free to please send us and support and. Um, We'll appreciate your commentary. But I have another question for you for our advice podcast if you're in. This one's a doozy. Um, And this this one writes, uh, I believe it's a woman here writing. I don't know the age. I am in a three-year relationship with a wonderful, caring, and considerate man. He is the love of my life. We're a great team. The issue arises in that when he gives me advice or provides feedback on the situation, he is usually almost without fail correct about how the situation is going to play out. He can predict the behavior of other people with uncanny accuracy. All right? And we've had a couple instances now in our relationship where if I only listened to him, I would have avoided serious issues in my interactions with others and saved myself a lot of trouble. Her question is, and she's, she goes on yeah. uh, about this, but um, where's, where is it? Okay, so her question is, uh, I'm starting to feel incompetent and I can't make a good decision. I'm a PhD who owns her own home and pays her own bills, so I can't be all that incompetent. Uh, am I totally overreacting? Is this gaslighting at an expert level? Uh, she's basically, I just, I don't want to read this whole thing because there's a lot of fucking emotions around. She's basically saying, my boyfriend is always right. Help, my boyfriend is always right. Man. All That's right. That's basically what she's saying. Are you finished? Yeah, man, go ahead. I, I knew the answer to this when you were 10 words in. And see, this is this is the issue. And I mean, I'm going to go ahead and just open floor, uh, what do they call it? Full disclosure, right? Full disclosure. Because you know me, but maybe your fans don't know Okay. Me. So, I, Phil Hunt, the comedian, have been accused of being a misogynist before, right? 
the main issue that I see and where it comes from is, to me, women are the smartest people I know. And, and that's, like, by design, like, they have to be. Because often their safety is in, in, is in um, the balance. You know, it's hanging in the balance if they make the wrong move. So a lot of times for me, when they make the wrong moves, they're being dishonest, meaning they knew that was the wrong move. So what I see in what she's saying is she knows the right answer. Mm-hmm. So I ask people at a certain point, you want me to tell you what you want to hear or what you need to hear? Because a lot of times, so I guess maybe I could help explain it through a story, right? They're the best kind of explanation. And this is great because it actually is tied to what you said. All right. Back in the day, I had this girlfriend. Long story short, we were together maybe three. You got a big t-shirt that say long story short. Maybe three years or so. (laughs) Whatever. Anyway, she went off to college. And I mean, her college was 30 minutes away. Well, an hour away. And I had my apartment back an hour away. Anyway, we all know how long distance go. Anyway, long story short, at a certain point, Halfway into her freshman year in college. Mm-hmm. And I already knew, like, huh, I'm here, she's there. All kinds of men, I'm not there anyway. And I could feel she was getting away from me. I was trying to break up with her. She kept, oh, no, please don't. Do-. And it's just like, ah, oh, Jesus, let's not do this. Anyway, long story short, she goes at some point to me, oh, yeah, and, you know, Christmas break. Well, I, I kind of was making plans for Christmas break. Like, we should do this or do that. Well, Christmas break, I'm not coming home. What? I'm not coming home. Oh, well, I've been talking to this guy. <laughs> He's just my friend. Oh, uh, okay. And, like, he said he should, you know, I should go to Mississippi. And, like, his family got horses. They have land. They got horses? Horses in Mississippi, dog. I'm thinking, who the fuck willingly travels to Mississippi? You either from there but it ain't no tourism there. Nah, I don't think so. Unless you're there to see football. Unless the clan goes there to see how it used to be. Hilarious. Anyway. Good old days. To reminisce. They ain't take the, the Confederate flag off their flag. Yet. Well, yeah, she, you know, the sea whore. And I'm already thinking, like, which one of these dudes done sold your ass a dream? <laughs> so I politely explained to her, that's cool. And when your ass get back, you ain't got no boyfriend. Don't call me. What? You don't want me to have friends? <laughs> Stop. Like, with the con game, you're smarter than this. She hit you with the three-card Monty? Is that yeah, what but so this is what I'm saying. Women are smarter. They, they, like, they get in trouble and they'll pretend they didn't know. You knew. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, well, just... so I take it what that dude is saying and what that dude is or what she's saying without saying it is and what I read that is, is she does dumb shit like, oh, this is this is my friend. And then he goes, you know that guy want to hit it. So long story short, and I'm, I'm going to cut back to mm-hmm. this, this personal story, right? Mm-hmm. She had a roommate and I come up there to see her and this was like maybe a week after. It's good stuff. She goes, you know, out to the restroom, whatever, whatever. And I kind of tap the roommate. And I would do shit like buy the roommate lunch or whatever mm-hmm. when we go out. I, I was that kind of guy because I need you to keep tabs on her, basically. Right, right. That you, was why I was doing it. You know, I wasn't doing it. Butter her up. Hey, hey, you're on my side here. I bought you that you lunch. Know, hey, remember just me. Just bullshit. Hey, we're going to IHOP. You want something? Uh, a little $10 pancake meal. Anyway, her friend goes, well, between me and you, there was this guy. She was hanging around, and she told me, you know, last night or whatever, he kind of pressed up on her. And oh. I was like, so because she was acting kind of weird. And I was like, what's up with her? Uh, she's just, you know, upset about that. And I'm like, okay. And she's like, well, you don't seem mad. And I'm like, nah, because I think we talked about his ass. So what I take it as she's doing, because she's not saying, and I, and I gather the reason she doesn't want to say is because it would incriminate her. Of like you, you know this is foul. You know that man ain't your friend. Don't let him buy you shit. 
<laughs> you feel me? So you're saying she knows what the right thing to do is, but she she she, she goes opposite in the boyfriend. She's kind of testing the boyfriend, and he's giving her the raw, unfiltered truth. And then when it reveals herself, she's playing stupid. Uh, like she you, feels dumb. You, she you, feels like she feels dumb because he's always right. Whenever well, that's why he's always right because she knows the right answer. But that's why I say at a certain point, I say to people, "Hey, hey man." Do you want me to tell you what you want to hear or do you want me to tell you what you need to hear? So what I told my ex at the time was what she needed to hear. Of Look, I flat out, I ain't going to play no games with you. You can go to Mississippi and see all the motherfucking horses you want. <laughs> the unicorns too. The horses but and the unicorns. your ass you. returns, mm-hmm. there will be no boyfriend here. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So that was what she needed to hear. But I guess if I'd had the experience at the time, I probably would have propositioned her with, well, do you want me to tell you what you would like to hear? Oh, well, yeah, go ahead. Because you should have friends and blah, 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 blah. But then you flip it and go, what would your ass think if I come here and got on this phone and told your ass I'm going to Mississippi for Christmas break with some woman. And then, you know, the worst part of it was not the horse lie to me, but it was the, uh, at some point she kind of goes, yeah, you know, he wants me to meet his mother. And I'm like, what? Hmm? I'm just like, all right, you tripping, you bugging. Like, whatever, you're a freshman in college, you're an idiot. Oh, wow. Um, all right, Phil, we got time for one more advice question. That was actually some pretty solid advice. Uh, just don't pretend like you're... Ma'am, you're smarter you're than smarter that. You're smarter than that. Stop even w- asking. Women are definitely smarter you, you than guys. You be knowing the answer. be knowing. Uh, we got time for one more here. And this one is a good one. My daughter is obsessed with getting a black friend. <laughs> Wait, and I, I didn't do this one to you last week already, right? Hilarious. I feel like I, I don't... No, do, you didn't. I read this at home and I was just laughing to myself. Uh, so my teenage daughter, like most teenagers this year, spent a lot of time on social media, engaged in conversations about race, social justice. Um, the problem is she's fixated on getting a black friend. Her school is 80% white. There are a few black students who tend to be friendly with all students, but in a close knit friend group of other black students. My daughter has mentioned wanting to go to a more diverse school so she can get a black friend, you know, and she's... Uh, on one hand, it makes her deeply uncomfortable. Black folks are not Pokemon or Gigapets to collect. Right. And if I was the parent of said black friend, I'd be worried my child was being tokenized, which yeah. it's a new word. I'm not sure why she wants to do this. Is it to get street cred? That's she wrote. That, How old is she? I don't know, but she mentioned Gigamon, Digimon. So she's like, you know, ten or some shit or twelve. Oh, the daughter. I think the, I feel like the daughter's in like junior high or high it's school. It's not so bad, but if you and I mean, obviously, it's it's gross. But I'm saying if it's a child, then then you know, children are just idealistic. But the real shit is what the mom said. They're like, we're not Pokemon. Like you don't. Yeah. Get I'm gonna get a Raheem. I'm gonna get a Damon. Yeah. I'm gonna get a you know a Lamar. Right. You know the and mother. Then, she's like, how can I make sure she's genuinely interested in getting to know someone for who they are, not just for the sake of making a black friend? But I feel like you, and I mean, you know, it's so weird. Maybe that's the beginning of like what we see when you like when you know because to me, and I mean, this is a going way left to come back right. To me, my issue with dating white girls always was, A, I don't want to be a bucket list checkoff. Hilarious. Oh, did it. Black guy. Meaning you're the one blip on her radar. Right before midgets. Right before midgets. She crosses you off Uh and done with you. Or C or B, one of a long list of like, oh, you just do any black guy. Like, any black guy will do. Mm -hmm. So that's how that seemed a lot of like dehumanizing and objectifying us as, as if the character of you doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if we actually have any chemistry or not as friends. I just want you basically as property. Yeah. So the mom was correct in that. I feel it comes off to me like, you know, sometimes people don't have black friends. They go on Instagram, see all this cool stuff we do, and, like, I want to be like that because it's cool right now. It's cool. They see us they had a little period challenge and go, yeah, right. oh, man. <laughs> There was a video online of these these guys, black guys, rap guys doing a video, and they ran to this little white kid, 
named George, and they, they let him be in the video. They put his bike on his thing, spinning the mm-hmm. wheels, and he was, like, counting the money. And, like, he's hanging out with them now. This little boy is hanging out with this group of older, like, not older, like, 40s, but, like, you know, they're in their 20s. But yeah. George is only, like, 12. And little white boy got nothing in common. I just feel like people see us on social media and, like, you know, I want to be. Hmm. That's what I want. So maybe her daughter feels well, like. She has that outlet, you know, because before social media, it's just like I'm here isolated in this town. And, you know, that's what's kind of weird about racism. A lot of times, the most racist people live where, like, whoever they hate doesn't even live in their town. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, yo, you got like, uh, how are you racist in, in Maine? It's like, there's like 5% black people. Yeah. It's, but, uh, please don't, we're not Pokemon, so don't do it. Just be real friends with people. We got like 15 seconds. Although, like I said, I feel like, because she said that's her daughter. Her daughter's going to become one of those girls that she's going to be a fly girl. Just has a long list. Of, she's going to be on black.com. Hilar- <laughs> hey, <laughs> hilarious. And we are. 